it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I'd pay for vacations with whatever was in my wallet, but I was missing out on miles I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Love this podcast because it crushes your dreams of getting rich quick. They actually got me into reading stats for anything. You're tuned in to the Investing for Beginners podcast. Led by Andrew Sather and Dave Ahern. Step-by-step premium investing guidance for beginners. Your path to financial freedom starts now. Starts now. All right, folks, welcome to Investing for Beginners podcast. Today, we have a super exciting show. We have Noah Kagan here. He is the chief sumo at appsumo.com, where, as I love this line, where we help entrepreneurs kick more ass. So <laughs> I thought that that's kind of fun. So uh, for those three or four people out there that are not familiar with Noah, he started off as a cubicle monkey at Intel, and he was employee number 30 at Facebook and employee number four at Mint. So we're going to talk to Noah today about a lot of stuff, including his upcoming book, which will be released tomorrow, uh, The Million Dollar Weekend. So Noah, thank you very much for joining us today. We are super excited to talk to you about your book and everything else you have going on. So welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. (laughs) Welcome. All right. So maybe you could talk to us a little bit about what's it like to start a company? Because I mean, I know that's like a really short question answer but you've, you've obviously been knee deep in starting companies and so what's involved yeah yeah i, I think question for you to start I think yeah let's just start what's the meaning of life dave <laughs> i'm like okay i got it let's do that in a second follow-up episode you know i think what there's a huge misconception of starting businesses is that you have to go to harvard or you have to watch a lot of courses or you have to take a lot of time or you need a lot of money and that's just what i have found not to be true And what's really interesting for beginners, especially, is that it's literally the best investment you can ever make. Name another investment where you can make unlimited money. Like, if if there was, I never would have started companies. I would have just done that. Like, I would have opened McDonald's franchises. And, uh, (laughs) but the thing about it, you know, like stock market, 10% a year. Nice. Real estate, which sucks. I I lose a lot of money in real estate. I'm very good at losing uh, in real estate. Wow, you put up a bunch of capital. Maybe you buy a house after decades, and then you, uh, you know, you get five hundred dollars a month, 
And then your people complain, which is what happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, business. Let's just take AppSumo as an example. You know, I put in $50 in 2010 to put a PayPal button on a website and see if people had a problem that I could solve for them. And they were excited to pay me, which is software deals. That's what AppSumo.com is. Software deals for entrepreneurs. Put it on a website, post it on Reddit, 200 sales within a week. Made, uh, what was that? It was like $12 was my first sale. All right, so it made a, you know, a few hundred bucks. And the reality is that business yesterday, uh, give or take, we did about $248,000 in sales in one day. Bootstrap. No investors, no funding, no Silicon Valley story. But for everyone out there, it is actually available for them to, to, do, to do that exact same thing. It's just now, what's the process and how do they start a business? So your, your question originally was like, how do you start a business? Yeah, so the broad thing, and if you really, if you break it down into a few different things, really it's find a problem people are excited to pay you for. That's a business in, in the, the simplest of its essence. It could be a, a content business like what you're doing with the show. It could be a lawn care business. It could be a service business where you come over and you clean people's plants. I don't know, or plant their gardens. It could be a software business where I've made a lot of money. Uh, there's just so many cool ways to get rich and live an amazing life. And I think entrepreneurship is... And starting businesses, frankly, whether you want to have a job or not, it is the best way to learn about yourself and build your confidence and just create an amazing life. Maybe you could take us back to that day. I, I love that story. How how did you get past the idea that like you don't have to be credentialed and experienced to to find some success as as a beginner? Like how yeah how can people think that way? I'll, I'll give everyone permission today. Everybody out there, you got permission. Uncle Noah <laughs> gives you permission. You got the certificate. You can start today. Granted. Go get out there, man. I, that's what I've noticed from a lot of people. I always wanted to be rich. When I was a little kid, I remember just like, I want this money. And I think there's this belief that it's not like you can't get it or there's like some secret codes or some secret gurus that are holding it. It's just not true. But what happens, Andrew, is most people never make a million because they never make a dollar. That's the reality. And so what I've noticed for people to have success in entrepreneurship, it's, a, it's skills that we can practice, just like learning the language. There's a language of making money. And, but you don't just learn it day one. It's just like anything we learn. You practice it. And so what everyone can practice to get better at these things, and going back to, to my origin with this, you have to practice starting, getting $1 today, helping someone today, putting yourself out there maybe a little today. But you have to start it today because I started 14 years ago. And yes, now I'm, I'm making, last year I made 3 million bucks cash, which is insane, right? That's like banker money. But I, I at least like my, my job. <laughs> and, I, and I can live in Spain half the year and I don't have to work tons of hours or I work as many hours as I want. So that, I'd say that's kind of a core thing people can do in the beginning is what can you do right now? Don't worry about the how. So one of the phrases that have been life-changing for people is now, not how. What do you do today? What do you do today? Right now? On your phone? on your Facebook page, on a WhatsApp group, in your DMs. What can you do right now? And I think people will be surprised when they start thinking, huh, I'm really excited about this problem that I have in my life. And you, there's, we can go over business ideas and how to come up with that stuff. But that's number one. And number two that I've noticed people are not asking for what they want. So they're just getting what they get. And that's what really what the essence of business is. It's the essence actually of life. And it's a skill, again, that you can practice. So 
how do you ask for a customer? How do you ask for a raise? How do you ask to come on a show? How do you ask for a guest? How do you ask for a husband? <laughs> you know, and you know, the coffee challenge is what I recommend to everyone is where you ask for a discount when you buy coffee, 10%. And I hope you get rejected. I hope you get rejected. I don't, people are always like, Oh, he wants discounts. I do love good prices. I still do. But I want you to get rejected and you asked, you realize it's not so scary. You realize you have confidence and you realize there's a lot more you can do. So you were asking me like, and you're going back to that, those days. I, I think for me, I, it always felt risky to have a day job and live a life I didn't want to live. And I, I didn't know how, especially in the beginning, early on, I didn't know how people figured out their careers. I thought they like bought them on Etsy. And there was like something where it's like, you got, and I like missed out. I always was like, how did these people know? <laughs> Except me. Like, what's wrong with me? And the reality is, is that most people are just accepting careers that are given to them. They're not really thinking, hey, is this really how I want to spend my day? And by the way, people like being a CPA. Great. Let's, em- let's embrace that. Hey, people like being a physical therapist. Amazing. What you want to do. And so it took me time to really get to that point of finding that I liked being an entrepreneur. I didn't want to have one person controlling my livelihood. I've been fired twice. And that was, thank God for, for Mark Zuckerberg firing me and then Aaron Patzer firing me because then it led me to a place where like, I didn't want one person controlling my destiny. So if, even if you have a day job, I would start a business so that you have that option so that no one's controlling your livelihood and felt risky not to at least do a business. And I only started these businesses, be very clear, while I had day jobs, they were my investors. They were my Silicon Valley funders. <laughs> but you know who the best investors are? You know who, the, who your best investor is? Your customer. Your customer. Exactly. Let your customers be your investors. And there's, there's a lot of ways that you can get this stuff going really, really quickly. So for AppSumo, I was really obsessed with the problem. So all businesses are problems. And everything that's your own problem is a business. Isn't that kind of fun? Mm-hmm. Like you can literally make your whole day the way you want, just solving a problem that you didn't want to, you know, either you avoided or you like working on. Guess what? All these things that frustrate you are opportunities in disguise. And I was very excited over years to solve the problem of uh, how do you get customers for software creators? And so, yeah, I'm going, you know, a lot on it because I think there's a lot of meat on the bone around starting a business that that there's a lot of misconceptions. Like it's got to be, I got to have funding or I need a founder. I don't have ideas or I have too many ideas or I need to use AI. And I'm like, you don't need any of that. You need you today asking a person <laughs> and that, that one person changes, you change their life, you change your life. And then you do that over again and again. And so, and to be clear, that's why the book's called million dollar weekend. It means you will start a business that can be a million dollar business, but it may not work that weekend. So when I started the, this problem of how to get customers for software creators, I've interviewed a lot of billionaires on my show. And one of the ways you become a billionaire, which is not my interest, but the way you can get rich is how are you seeing something that, is not obvious at the time that becomes obvious. That that's an easy way to get rich, but then it's not it's not so obvious is the problem. <laughs> so you have to be curious. And I was always curious about marketing. I was curious about software, and I saw you can go on Google Trends or ChatGPT uh, or any of these types of things that show you trends, and you could see trends and try to see trends as they're starting. Because when everyone knows about it, then you're paying market prices. You're getting you're getting market opportunities. So there's no advantages. So. I started uh, softwaretaco.com. Don't go to the website. It was a software reviews business to get customers for software creators. Then I started uh, Reward Level. Don't go to the website. It was the same thing. How do I get customers? I can't even explain the business, which is kind of a, a thing I've really noticed is that the best businesses are easy to explain. <laughs> we think it has to be complicated. It's like, that's not true. That's what they're selling you. 
And then the third thing that I tried was AppSumo. I said, oh, let me just copy Mac Heist. And you can get a lot of innovation looking outside your own industries. Like I'm having a book launch party tomorrow. And I copied uh, my girlfriend and I were looking up uh, baby shower parties. And that's and it was like, there's a lot of good ideas from baby showers that you can use at your own book launch party. So we're having a baby book launch of my book. <laughs> for my, weekend. My, my little baby. Hey, Where's the registry? Can you, yeah. can you yeah. link for the registry? The at milliondollarweekend.com. You can grab a copy for yourself. So you could, you know, change your own life in a weekend, which is amazing. So yeah, I, you know, you ask kind of come back to the origin of these stories. A lot of it is just your, it's a, it's a rep. It's a skill. It's a, it's like, Hey, I'm going to do it once. I'm going to do it twice. And again, realizing you're not going to be great in the first time, but if you start as a beginner, whenever, you know, I started $12, 2010 stayed with it, which is also another thing people don't talk about. And I, I fast forward. Yeah. Now I'm making all this money, but then I got excited about the problem. I found something people were excited to pay for. I pay for, I didn't have to convince them. And then yes, part of my success is that software went from, there was 10 software products in 2010 to there's like 100,000 software products today. Mm-hmm. So that non-obvious thing that I was excited about turned into a tidal wave that I was, you know, had a nice piece of. So I would have succeeded either way, I would say. And I've had that, you know, that's once, but I chose Facebook, social networks was pretty good. Chose personal finance with Mint, chose Facebook games, chose Facebook platforms, chose SaaS software, chose content creation, YouTube, million subs. So I'm like pretty good choosing this stuff. And But again, I'm also doing a lot of things that aren't working in these stuff, but you're not seeing that. And I think that that's kind of part of it. I tried, tried, tried. Eventually it works and you stick with this stuff. Do you have a long-term mindset searching for safe compounders? So am I. And I'm investing my entire life savings with the picks from valuespotlight.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I'd pay for vacations with whatever was in my wallet, but I was missing out on miles I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Budgeting was always a challenge for me. I struggled to find the best way to keep track of all of my money, not to mention all the time tracking down receipts, cataloging expenses, and trying to figure out what went wrong with my air quote system until Monarch Money. Monarch Money allowed me to easily see what is going on with my finances, helping me get a better handle on my spending, budgets, and more. It's my go-to app every day, more so than my bank, because I can quickly see where I am with my budgets and spending, allowing me to invest more and spend time on the things that I want to do. It's my GPS for money. Monarch is a top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash beginners. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to set up, customize, and use. Monarch has built-in features to collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor. Invite them to your account at no extra cost, and they'll get their own login info and a joint view of all of your finances. 
Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications, and more. In fact, Monarch Money is one of the first to bring you direct Apple Card, Apple Cash, and savings syncing with the latest iOS 17.4 update. Now you can sync your wallet directly for seamless budgeting. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash beginners. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash beginners for your extended 30-day free trial. I think that's super interesting and something mm-hmm. we try to talk on the show a lot. Dave has a great phrase, water dripping on a stone eventually makes an impression. And so I think in the investing world, uh, that is kind of very intuitive because you can see the dollars growing in your account. But with entrepreneurship, maybe not as much because you don't necessarily see every step. So how yeah. can people take that mentality to success and failure in entrepreneurship? That's a great line, Dave. My uh, it froze here in Texas, which is weird. You know, mm-hmm. we have in Texas. Never even, people, I didn't even know where Texas was when I was growing up. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to you have to drip your water you have to drip mm-hmm. it so it doesn't freeze oh yeah yeah oh, i'm from minnesota so that's where the phrase came oh, from you guys are yeah i don't dude i'm a when it's below 70 it's cold for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh we drip the bucket you have to drip your faucet drip 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 and, and just one small drip and the next morning the bucket was overflowing and so i, mm-hmm. I loved your analogy as well dave that was i, I got to see it firsthand mm-hmm now, what I've noticed with some of this stuff, uh, there's kind of a few different components. One, I think with investing, there's active income and there's passive income. And I think people talk about the passive and they don't talk about the active enough. So I became a multimillionaire on crypto because I have passive income. Meaning, in 2015, I bought an illegal NFL stream. So I know you guys want me to say drugs, but it, it's an NFL stream. <laughs> and so I had to buy Bitcoin in 2015. And then I was like, oh, this is cool. I get it. And so from 2015 on, I put $500 a month buying Bitcoin. That's it. Fast forward today, it's like worth, I don't know, two and a half million, two million, 500 bucks a month, right? I didn't take a big risk. I was never really risky. I never wanted to, my dad lost all his money. So I never wanted to lose it. Same thing with my past. This is all the passive income. So same thing with my stock market and how I process equities. It's like the same thing. $10,000 a month just goes in on autopilot. And there's a, and a ton of material around this stuff. But what I think people are missing then is this active part of it. The active part is where you have, you can, how do I create a dial that I can increase the amount of money I actually am able to generate, especially if you had a day job, which I've had them. I understand that you have a very fixed income. A lot of the wealthiest people aren't W2 people. Think about that. Create your own LLC, right? There's a lot of great tax incentives, a lot. It's amazing. People, the country wants you to be an entrepreneur. Now, in terms of this active income, which is entrepreneurship, what most people get backwards, this is the thing I've really noticed. And I think to your point, Dave, is they find something that doesn't work and then they try to drip on it for a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, let's do the opposite. Find something very quickly within a weekend and 48 hours. That's something people really want. Because again, I'm telling you, you will not find, you might find it right away. And there will be someone who makes a million in, in the first, first weekend. I don't know if that'll be the case for a little bit, but you have to find something people are excited to pay you for. And I can give you a lot of examples. Then you drip on it for a long time. So I've talked about in the book and I've done it myself. It's called Law of 100, which is if you're doing something active that you find something people want, maybe it's content, 
Maybe it's lawn care. Maybe it's a service or software you're building. How do you stick with it for at least 100 days? How do you do 100 content posts? And I think that's just a really nice framework not to quit too soon. Because we've all, everyone out here, whether you're beginning or whether you're medium or advanced, you quit something you wish you would have stuck with. And so give yourself the time to quit. <laughs> At least now you have a, you can pause. You can observe the situation. You said, hey, I stuck with it. I gave it my full effort. Do I want to continue or do I want to move off? Now, in terms of these, how do I find things really quickly? Let me just give you different examples so people can understand that creating active income is easy. And it's a skill any of us can do. So I posted online. I said, hey, let me give me business ideas and I'll go do them. Because, and to be clear, the best way, and we walk it through very in detail on Million Dollar Weekend, best ideas are pre-sold. And what you realize is, no, I don't want to pre-sell something that doesn't exist. And I'm like, well, when you bought your hotel ticket or your Airbnb ticket or your Amazon purchase or your flight purchase or your Uber Eats order, did it exist before it came to your door? Yeah, of course it did. How did you know that? How do you know it existed? I don't. I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But everything is pre-sold. Elon Musk sold a billion dollars of Model 3s and it didn't come out for 10 years. Same thing for Cybertruck, over a billion dollars, six years. So you can pre-sell and the beauty of pre-selling is you learn right away and then you find you eventually will find something people really want. And when people gave me these business ideas, they said, do lawn care. <laughs> so I walked around my neighborhood as a multimillionaire, knocking on doors, trying to sell lawn care. I don't, even, to be clear, I don't even have a lawnmower. <laughs> 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 I don't have a lawnmower. You know, last time I mowed my lawn, I think when I was 10 years old and my, I got in trouble because I didn't do a good job. My mom's like, you're never doing this again. <laughs> but uh, home ownership is lawn care. People know what I'm talking about. You understand? <laughs> Anywho, I go knock on doors. Everyone rejects me. These are neighbors who know me, which is great. And you know, and how, how you can think of starting businesses, we can talk about ideas maybe later, but Who's in your zone of influence that you can already talk to? So many people want to post online and get rich. And yes, that can happen, but why not make it easy? And then also think about what skills do you have or what skills do you like that maybe you've been paid for in the past or things that people have acknowledged of you. So yes, I walked around my zone of influence or neighbors who know me. They all said no. I was like, well, that sucks. But great. I learned. I didn't go buy a lawnmower. But but let me just walk that through. If I went out and every neighbor's like, oh my God, you're doing... Bikini lawn mowing, like that's my niche. Let's just say you don't want to see me in a bikini, by the way, or even swim trunks. <laughs> Speed, I guess speedo lawn mowing. If everyone wanted it, I would have pre-sold it, got the money, gone to Home Depot, rented a lawnmower, or hired someone on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or friends to go next to go mow these lawns. That's it. There's there's a lot more details. Like you have to make sure you're in a million dollar market and all the other things. Now I went home and I was kind of like, damn, that was uncomfortable. And part of success in life. It's not always being uncomfortable, but it's facing the thing that we're afraid of. Facing the thing that it's not even necessarily just afraid because that sounds so ominous. It's facing the thing that's hard and realizing it's not as scary as I, as I think it is. And then when I do it, I'm really proud of myself. So I came home a little, a little discouraged. But I was like, okay, this is part of the process. That's why the book starts with frequently made excuses. Cause I know what people are going to go through. Cause I I've done it and I'm still doing, it. I'm running a business an $80 million a year business that started in a weekend for 12, you know, for $50, my first sale was 12 bucks. So again, let's find something people are excited to pay us for. And then I was like, oh, you know what I hate? So you can go on your credit card bill right now and look at your credit card bill. And I looked at it uh, a few days ago and I saw that I went clay shooting 
I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Or my girlfriend's pregnant, so I bought some maternity clothes for her. I want her to look, you know, I want her to look good in her, her little belly. And I, I also noticed there's like DocuSign paid 20 bucks a month or 25 bucks a month. I think it was like a thousand for AppSumo. And then I was like, holy shit, I hate DocuSign. I hate, I hate the software. I hate even paying subscriptions in general. That's why I have AppSumo.com because we hate, there's no subscriptions. You buy software, pay once, get it forever. So I was like, oh, that's a really interesting thing. You know, I look up, I go and do market research, which I walk people through in the book. Turns out DocuSign's an $11 billion business. You guys know that? Yeah. Did you know it's that big? I was like, digital signatures? Mm-hmm. That's, that's insane. There's a lot of ways of getting rich. And uh, so I was like, oh, that's, that's fun. Let me see if I can prove that one. So I go in my Gmail, I search DocuSign. And I had about 27 people who've sent me a DocuSign in the past five years. Put them in a spreadsheet. And then I just called them one by one. And I said, hey, I use the framework, listen, option, transition. And this is what business is. And yes, there's a lot of stuff. Other, there's a lot of other components that we can walk it through. But again, I try to tell people doing a weekend because one, you have a day job. You probably have a husband or wife. You probably have hobbies. You don't have a lot of time. So I, yes, we can do complex things. I do a lot of complex things at AppSumo. You don't need it, especially when you're starting. You need to just find, is this something people are excited about? I contact these people. I listen to them, to their problems. I present a solution, which is an option. And then I transition them to pay Venmo, PayPal, crypto, Stripe, however I can get their money. And again, you shouldn't be convincing people. And when we talked about some of the skills to, to work in entrepreneurship, it's about starting and it's about asking. And because I practice, practice, you know, I practice it a lot. I mean, then when I'm doing it here and people are talking to me, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I practice this silly thing with coffee now. And as I'm talking to people, it's pretty fun. And I think when you realize that businesses are helping others and you're not taking from others, I'm asking, hey, do you like Dr. Center? They're like, oh my God, I hate it. I'm like, oh, what do you hate about it? Oh, well, actually I have an alternative. It's going to come out in a bit, probably 30 days. Would you like to put a deposit down, fully refundable? And by the end of the day, it was $3,000 of pre-orders. Now, I didn't post on social media. I didn't post on my email list. I didn't post on LinkedIn. I didn't do a lot of things that everyone else should do because it's easier. I wanted to show, I wanted to make it as hard as possible. And you could say, okay, no, that sounds so easy. I'm like, that's the point. Now we're building it. Didn't get a domain, didn't hire a developer, didn't do nothing, found people want it. Now, you know, in the next 19 days, it'll be live. And I, I would bet a million dollars that it'll be a million dollar business within 12 months. And now people might think, well, Noah, you have been doing this a long time. You're experienced, which I am. And doesn't mean anyone else can't do it. That's why I'm showing you it. I do it live. I didn't like tell you about it. I went and did it. There's other people. I'll just give a quick story. So I don't come back to you guys questions, but there's a guy named Jake. Jake's day job, three kids, lives up north, pretty standard stuff, but he, he didn't want to live a what if life. So we did the same exact similar process, the million dollar weekend process. Jake has a now golf trip business. His first trip is going to make him $5,000 profit. This is something he's waited two years to do. And in 48 hours, he was able to get customers, validation, and momentum. Same with Mackenzie. She has a business called marymakery.com, $50,000 a year now greeting card business. Greeting cards. And you know, all these things, I think people don't realize that hobbies are businesses. Problems are opportunities. And she was like, yeah, I like greeting cards. And I want to, she sent an email to some of her friends. And again, there's more there and and more things that people need to understand that I I break down. But she sent an email and people bought, fast forward 12 months, 50,000. Fast forward 10 years, millions. 
What's the best way to get started in the market? Download Andrew's ebook for free at stockmarketpdf.com. That's so cool. Do you think yeah. um Welcome to the I Can't Sleep podcast with Benjamin Boster. If you're tired of sleepless nights, you'll love the I Can't Sleep podcast. I help quiet your mind by reading random articles from across the web to bore you to sleep with my soothing voice. Each episode provides enough interesting content to hold your attention and then your mind lets you drift off. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. That's I Can't Sleep with Benjamin Boster. You know, the, part of the secret is getting a quick win. You, you mentioned the word momentum. You think that's a, a big way of um, getting people to see progress with the, the ideas? Yeah, I don't have a good naming for it, but yeah, you know, what's in, what's motivating is winning. <laughs> winning is very motivating. Like, how'd you stick with it? Well, I was like, I'm winning, so it's easy to stick with it. But, you know, when things get tough, it's very easy to quit when you don't care about the problem. And I've done that a lot. Or I'm like, I don't care. I built Facebook games. I don't play really, I don't play any games besides chess and pinball. I, I love pinball. So when the Facebook games, we got sued by a competitor and banned by Facebook, I was like, great great. It's not what I want to do. And so, yeah, I do think you need some quick wins. Now, I'm still working on how to explain this to people, but there's a lot of momentum and force in business by getting going. Now, everyone understands it in investing. You get compounded returns. So what does that mean? You put in the money and then the money does a little more and the money does a little more. And then like, you know, a thousand years later, when you're 70, you can enjoy it. (laughs) You know, like that sucks. You know, I'd rather enjoy life at 40 than 60. And again, that's available for everyone. I got to call that out. I think there's this belief that it's like, oh, well, I've got a fault. It's like, no, you don't. Realizing you can start something today, realizing you can practice these skills, realizing there's a system that I've seen work at work for me. I've seen it work for literally tons of other people now. And there's going to be a lot more out there. Recognizing that that permission, no certificates needed. Now, there, the way I'm, I'm thinking about it in business is that there's just so many compounded momentum in business. So I'm, I'm calling it compounded time or compounded business, but really that's how this stuff is really, really interesting, right? We're like with AppSumo, I got it going. And then over time, you just kind of stick with it and stick with it and stick with it. And I think there needs to be more um, acknowledgements and, and credit given to people who have longevity. So much acknowledgement in our society is for um, people who do things fast. And I'd love to have more long cuts where people who really have got something that worked and then stuck with it like we also glorify people who stick with losers, which I don't want people to do. They, we only show the one or two edge cases. Thomas Edison did a thousand light bulbs. Like, okay, well, maybe there's a faster way he could have done it. <laughs> or he probably saw something where he's like, oh, it's working. I'm going to stick with it. And so I do think in business, if you find anything that works, the best business is the one that's works. The best business is the one that works. And if you can just kick, stick with that, compound that over time and year after year, like think about it this way. Let me give another example. With AppSumo.com, First year was 300000 in revenue. I paid myself zero. Second year, $3 million in revenue. I paid myself $42,000. Mm-hmm. 
my year salary after that was 75,000. Then it was 100,000. Then it was 100,000. Then it was half a million. Then it was a million. Then it was 2 million. Then it was 3 million. And to, to really highlight home, yeah, it, it does take some time. So you have to start right now, especially if you have a day job. And I was starting, again, you've, there's so many stories I can tell you about things that did not work. And some that did. And that led to the part where finding the thing that people really wanted, then sticking with it compounded. Where you see my salary, it's like, my salary, this is the crazy part. It would have been higher if I stayed at Intel. Really? Most of the years. Yeah. Up until year six, Intel salary with like standard inflation and raise pools and things like mm-hmm. that would have been the exact same, if not better. Interesting. But then year seven, it was exponential. It's like, you know, a million compared to, let's say, 150,000. But that's compounding over time. And so, Andrew, to your your point, I do think, coming back, I'm going to say it again, is I think people find something that doesn't work and stick with it versus like, okay, try something, try something, try something. Okay, this is working. I'm getting views. I get three customers in 48 hours. That's the the framework I I recommend for people. Get three customers in 48 hours. Because if you can't get it then, it's not going to get easier. (laughs) It only gets harder. And then stick with that, like Jake did, like Mackenzie did, like this guy Pat did, like I did. And it's very available for everyone, no matter what type of thing you're interested in. That's the cool part. It is. One of the things that I like about, uh, well, there's a lot of things, but one of the things that I like is, you know, we, our world is, is, we get these lenses of what people are actually going through. So, you know, Instagram is kind of the perfect, synopsis of that you only see the perfect on on instagram you don't see the fact that i tried these five different businesses and four of them didn't succeed but the one did and you don't get a lot of that you so it you know for people on the other side of that think hey i want to do this but they all think i only have i have to come up with the perfect idea right now and if i don't then i'm screwed and because that's what you see out in in the world on YouTube, on you know Instagram, on TikTok, wherever it's you know these, like you said, overnight successes. But you don't see the people that do it for a long period of time, like you. That you're just freely admitting that, hey, I tried some things that didn't work, and I think that's part of the process too. Yeah, it it is. There is a process. It's just it, it took me about ten years to figure it out, and then I put it together in a book. That I'm like, literally, you will be a millionaire. You follow the book, you'll be a millionaire. Now, what happens is that people do it for one day. They never start. Or if they do it one day, they get one rejection. They're like, well, this is hard. It's like, okay, yeah, it sometimes can be hard. Or maybe you're making it hard. Now let's have fun with it. What was hard about it? How do you make it more interesting? Who can we talk to that we can help? And, you know, my, I, I hate to, to throw shade on him, but he's my brother. So that's what I can do. If anybody I'm allowed to make fun of, it's my brother. He went and got the normal certificate life. And he's a doctor and, you know, he's got a lot of debt and he has a nine to five. And I think there's a lot of times he's like, man, I'd I'd love to live your life. And I'm like, you know what? You can. It's not exclusive. We had the same parents. You have the same abilities. Everyone does. Everyone has the uh, same attitude and the same effort. Those are universal for everyone. Like, this is the coolest part of business. The coolest part of business is that it doesn't matter who you are. Like, how cool is that? Like I'm only five, well, I'm five, nine and a half, let's say six foot on a good day. Like you have to be tall, kind of like tall to be in basketball. Like, you know, to be in some of these sports, you have to have like, you have to be born into it. But in business, you don't have to be born into nothing. You can be in Africa. You can be in India. You can be in Ohio. You can be in Venezuela and create success. And the other thing you can do it with uh, questionable math skills too. With what? 
questionable math skills. Dude, I'm not, I'm pretty good at the math stuff, but there's definitely like English. I was in English as a second language. Really? And I, you know, this is a traditionally published book. That's also why I hired an expert to work with me who's a, a very amazing writer in person. But yeah, you don't even need me good at some of this stuff. I, I met this guy on my YouTube channel. His name is Larry Janeski. And Larry, uh, he's got a basement business. They do $650 million a year. And I said, Larry, what's your advantage? He's like, we show up on time and sober. And I, <laughs> I was like, I was, and by the way, you know, I compete with Silicon Valley people, right? I'm competing with elite. Go compete with people that are not elite. Make it easier on yourself. And so again, coming back on it, you know, it's amazing because everyone can do it. Like Jake, Mackenzie, Pat, this guy, Rico, just so many people I'm seeing. And I, this book is going to have a lot more people. And I think one thing I wonder is, is who is it going to be that listens to this show that's going to decide today? Who's mm-hmm. the one person that's going to yep. do it? Now, the other part that's even crazier about business, even crazier, you only need one hit to win. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like in, in basketball, you need 90% to be a good free throw shooter. Yeah. In business, you need one. And so how do you get that one? You swing a lot. Mm-hmm. And then you find that one. And I'll, look, I'll just shout some of them out. Shorty SMS, you guys have never heard of it. Hall Drop, never heard of it. Meat Fam, never heard of it. Sumo Market, never heard of it. <laughs> Sleek Bio, never heard of it. Um, million Dollar Email Templates, never heard of it. You know, people are like, wow, man, you've done a lot of things that succeed. It's like, yeah, because I've also done so many that have not. Mm. You know, like tidycal.com, that is something we launched very quickly. It was not a weekend. I think it was three weeks for that one. And that now does $3,000 in profit a day. But that some we tried other ones that didn't work. And the, the beauty about rejection or the beauty about these failures is they all are learning opportunities. Mm-hmm. They all are getting you closer. Like I used to be so angry in my 20s because I got fired by these companies. My Facebook got fired and I got fired at Mint. And I was so frustrated. But really, those were great blessings that led me to learn how, to, how I can be mature. Led me to learn, okay, do I want to show up at a cubicle? I was looking at my cubicle photos. I was like, <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. You know, I think for everyone out there, what's the thing you're going to thank yourself for today in the future? And I do think passive income, great. Turn it on. Don't worry about it. Set it on. Like I still have it on. And now I have wealth advisors and I have complicated tax things and multiple LLCs and all this stuff, which, you know, I, I, I think people can simplify and that, that evolves over time. But really, you can start a, a business today, right? Whether it's a cookie business, whether it's a podcast business. Whether it's a service business, maybe it's a DocuSign business. And I'm not coding the DocuSign. Well, no, I'm not technical. Neither am I. <laughs> so find the skill you are good at and figure out what you can get done today. And I think people will be surprised what they can do. Any sort of, if someone like really struggles with rejection, mm. what would you say to them? Rejection, uh, it, it sucks for all of us. There's not, it, and if someone's like, I don't feel any rejection, it's like, well, they're insecure. <laughs> they're insecure and they're lying to you. I still, you know, I, uh, I, you know, I got rejected. There's a guy I said about Million Dollar Weekend. This is a guy that acquaintances. I said, hey, can I send you a book? He said, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Thank you. I said, thank you. <laughs> I said, thank you. I said, you know, Rejection is a test if you really want something. And everyone's got a moment in their life where they've been rejected and then that, that led them to a better outcome. Everyone can think of a time where they're like, oh yeah, I didn't get what I wanted, but it actually led me to something better. Mm-hmm. Now, what I like to think of rejection 
is how do I practice it in kind of silly, safe ways to realize that this rejection, it's not about they're rejecting me. They're rejecting the idea. But what we've done is we've attached our ego to the idea. So when we do get a rejection, we're like, oh, this sucks. This is, I'm, I'm a sucky person. It's like, no, you're not. They just don't want you to mow their lawn. <laughs> or, or he doesn't want your book. But guess what? There's thousands of other people, millions of other people who want your book. And there's so many people. I think, you know, when we started the show, I felt a little emotional. Specifically because there's so many people who want us to succeed. Even if it's just a few people, but there's people out there that want you to win. And that, that like, let's focus on that part of it. Not just necessarily this one person who may not want it. And again, go practice rejection. There's, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of like rejection therapy and like, I think extremism, which I don't want to encourage, but do it in fun ways. Have, enjoy it. And I, I'll just give you two and just do these two, just do the, the coffee challenge and you get rejected and then do it again and then do it again. I literally, there's a guy key and my buddy Stetson who became a friend now, they went and did it. And I always ask the same question after people do it. I said, what did you learn about the rejection? They realized. One, they were scared, way more afraid of it than it was. And two, they realized that they're more capable than they expected. But that is practicing asking and rejection. And then when you start doing it on your job for a raise, changing jobs when you're applying, starting a business, getting a wife, asking for a discount on a house, it all starts with just a practicing a skill that you can keep getting better and better at. The other one that I would recommend for people in rejection and getting more comfortable. Again, I, don't, I wouldn't do a lot of them. I wouldn't do a lot of other ones. I would just do these two because these work. And people are like, I'm going to go crazy and try rejection therapy. And like, I've done weird, super things for being uncomfortable. Like I was telling someone a while ago, I did naked yoga, which it's, and then they make you do partner naked yoga. Oh boy. That's awkward. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> you don't need to do that. I wouldn't encourage you to do that. I'll never do that again. You can do these fun ones. <laughs> I mean, maybe for people out there doing naked yoga that love it. Mazel tov. I'm happy for you. And so for me, though, the other one I, I've noticed, and I did it, did it, what, two, three days ago. And again, you can keep doing these. They're fun. Compliments. So you compliment someone. And everyone's happy to get a compliment. So I compliment people on their clothing. And this is just, these are things that I do, but I also like it because that's how it's, I enjoy it. So I complimented someone on his jacket. <laughs> I, was, I was in a car next to him. And I was like, dude, I love your jacket, man. He's like, thanks so much. I was like, where'd you get it from? And that's what you do. Just ask. And you're not going to get rejected on these things because people are happy to respond to you. Again, I'm trying to get, just get you practice asking. Then the coffee, you get a little rejected and then you do it again and again. And then when you go to business, nothing. He's like, oh, I got it from Goodwill, $7. I was like, bro, you look good. <laughs> so I think the, the thing, Andrew, to your question is rejection never really goes away and the anxiety never stops. You just get better. And then over time, as you are doing things that you believe in, I, I don't find the rejection... As bad because I'm like, this feels like a duty to me. It feels like my honor. Like, and I know that sounds like, whoa, really? I'm like, yeah, like million dollar weekend. Let's take this book. If people are trying to start a business, I know this works. So I don't feel like you weren't rejected. It's like, tell me another book you would recommend for someone starting a business. And I'll, I will, I would have never written this, but I know people want, I will, I have gladly asked them to read it and they get it for free at the library. They don't want to spend money, but if they want to spend a you know, few bucks to change their life in 48 hours, like there's nothing else like it. And so I think that's uh, that applies to all business. Find the area that you're like, wow, I love this. I love, my mom's a house, she loves cleaning houses. She doesn't want to start as a business, but she loves cleaning houses. And she, I can tell you, when she asks someone, and she, she's like, I, I love to clean a house. She's excellent. She's the best in the world. Never seen anyone like it. 
maybe a little obsessive. But my point here is that she, if she would ask someone, I know she would feel confident because she practiced it. And I, I would say, oh, lastly, for all of us out there, you know, I'd say this is what I learned from for myself with Miller Wickham is that we all have courage inside of us. I know we're talking about investing, dude. Talk, just tell me about how to get rich, right? That's what people are thinking. Like, where's the part about getting rich? <laughs> you know, like this is the stuff. And I know sometimes people um, want me to talk about, you know, Absumo's an eighty million dollar year business, or how I'm worth tens of millions of dollars and all that stuff. But like, this is the foundational stuff. This is the stuff that you start and you get with. That's how you can play the big ball is by doing some of the small ball stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, courage is being afraid and doing it anyways. And confidence, or where I would say this book, what it's taught me is I don't, you know, I felt, I feel insecure. I felt insecure Friday. I felt insecure last night. (laughs) Again, no, no, just tell me how to get rich. I'm telling you how to get rich. And you build confidence through your courage, through action, through helping another person, through maybe posting something online today, maybe posting on your Facebook page, or maybe texting someone like, hey, I want to do a photo business. I've always dreamed of being a photographer. Does anyone want free photos? Does anyone want to pay me for some photos? And you do that and you get a no or you get a yes. You realize that you can face these hard things. You realize that that confidence can build, be built. You realize then ultimately you can lead these crazy, amazing lives. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all through facing some rejection. Mm-hmm. You know, the upside of these asks is unlimited, like unlimited. And the moment of the rejection is, is a second, a fraction of a, a, an experience. And I think ultimately with, with all this rejection, my, my best friend, Chad, who's also my business partner at AppSumo, he said to me once, he, it was about my ex. He's like, are you getting what you're getting or are you getting what you want? Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, you're a good partner. <laughs> and he's like, to get what you want though, you have, to, you have to ask for it and you have to face these things. And sometimes you're not going to get it and that's okay, but at least you are going to get what, eventually what you want, which you will. And that, that's facing a little bit of rejection. Yeah, that's, that's so wise. Uh, Monish Pabrai, one of my favorite investors, always, I think it kind of applies. He, he had this phrase, he said, tails I win, heads I don't lose that much. And it's kind of the same idea that you're, that you're kind of throwing out there right now. And I think that's so brilliant. And one of the things that I love about what you're trying to do is think about how much better the world will be if more people follow things that make them happy. As opposed to, as you said, you know, stuck in a cubicle working a job that they hate for now until eternity. And they churn out kids that follow them and do the same thing. And it just becomes this endless cycle. And so what you're trying to do and, you know, the you have a bigger platform to, you know, broadcast it and we can help a little bit, I think is it's such a such a huge thing to help mankind become better. Yeah, I mean, people. here's a crazy example of this. Everyone knows Warren Buffett, and they're like, he's the greatest investor of all times, you know, which he is. But you know, how, how did he actually get really rich? Buying companies. Buying one company, really, Geico, and owning that for the last 50 years. That is the foundation of all of his wealth. And that's entrepreneurship, because he owned a business that generated the cash, that generated everything else. And I, I don't know, you know, I do know, Dave. You're right. And you have great quotes, by the way. I need to have a, a book of quotes, Dave. I don't know if you have a book coming out, but I would buy it. <laughs> no, I don't I have one, but <laughs> do, do it. You have got you got great stuff. Okay, thanks. It's what I've recognized through putting this book together and through the YouTube channel and AppSumo and all these different things is there's a lot of people, including myself in the past, I would say, that don't believe that we can actually live these amazing lives. 
So I would encourage everyone, just think about what would be the most amazing life you could live this year and write it down. Like, where would December 31st end up? And I do this every year. I'm like, oh man, I could have a kid this year? No way. I could actually make maybe enough to have grocery money? No way. I could live maybe in different places? No way. And then when you can start believing it, you can start having some vision or dream of it. And I like dreams. Recognizing for me getting, that we can all live outside of the middle class lane. If we want. I think it's better to be rich and then go back to poor if you want. Or at least if you're rich, you can choose to stay rich. <laughs> but at least you get to that point and make that choice. But recognizing that, that that power is within us. And that, again, you have to start today. Oh, no, but I'm busy. Start right now. Hey, I've got a lunch break. Do it on the toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right now. Don't worry about the how. You know, I think people think of business like, I need a domain and I need a trademark. I need to protect my patent. It's like, no, what you really need is one customer. Let's go find one right now. Go out there and get Noah's book. What are you waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find it? I'm sure it's everywhere. Um, yeah. Best place for them to find it, to find you. Um, I want them to find themselves. Oh, that's, I know, I know, but that's what I Ooh. want. God, it's like, my, it's so crazy. Cause like, you know, we spend half a million dollars a month on Facebook ads. I run a company, you know, hundred people, $80 million running software deals. Like I've been, you know, I have a lot of these things and it's fascinating though, that a lot of what I talk about though, is just the individual and not necessarily the tactics, even though I'm a tactics guy, like I'm an action, like, let's go get a dollar today. Let's do the dollar challenge. Let's do these other things in the book. And, you know, I think what business will teach you is who you can become. Who you already are, right? Recognizing that. And also there's like these amazing places of who you can become. So you can you can get the book anywhere to change your life. Uh, wherever books are sold, mostly Amazon, I'm sure at Million Dollar Weekend. And then the site milliondollarweekend.com has all my social media stuff. Is there one takeaway from the book that you could share with people to entice them to go buy it? You know, I was uh, thinking about, as you guys were talking, I was thinking about my stepfather. And... Shout out Norm. He's, I was very blessed that he came into my life when I was very young. And I think I was blessed that he gave me a computer. And um, he's very good at personal finance. Exceptionally good. But I think that Norm didn't realize that he could, have, he could start entrepreneurship. He's way smarter than I am. And there's a lot of, you know, we talk, you asked for the one last thing, is that there's a lot of ordinary people getting rich. Just normal people. And Norm... I think, you know, at 60 now, he's enjoying a great life. I think he could have also started that at 20 or 30 or 40. And I, I, you know, I want people out there to not wonder what if for themselves. And it's cool to do investing. I love investing. I'm still investing. I think it's super cool. So invest in yourself. Do the best investment you can ever do, which is a business. Well, I really want to thank Noah for the time today. If there's any proof that a couple of regular dudes could follow the advice and find success, um, Dave and I would be one of them. I was one of those cubicle people back in the day trying to start a business and using AppSumo. Some of the tools on there from Noah really helped the business and his stuff's always been awesome. And it's just out there to help people become entrepreneurs. So highly recommend his stuff and want to thank him for his time. Yeah, he, he, he was awesome. He was, he and Pat Flynn were instrumental in me really starting my entrepreneur journey and really led me to finding Andrew and kind of the rest of his history. So as Andrew said, we are living proof that everything that 
Noah was talking about today is things that everybody and anybody can do. We're not special. And we've just have put one foot in front of the other and just tried and you learn from mistakes like Noah said. And so I encourage everybody to go out there and really step off the ledge and try it. You'll, you'll be surprised what you can accomplish. And I think you can do more than you think you can. So Noah's book is a great resource. Noah's a great resource. And we greatly appreciate him spending his time with us today. And I know I learned a lot as well. All right. Well, Noah, we really, really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. This was awesome. Uh, I know I learned a lot. And I'm looking forward to checking out the book myself. Even though we're already doing a business like this, I still think there's going to be lots and lots that we can learn from it as well. And, totally. uh, you know, I, 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 you know, side note, I appreciate the, the message that you're trying to put out there. As I mentioned that earlier, but I really think that, you know, you're doing good work and this is something that really needs to be put out there for more people to be able to enjoy their lives because I think it'll make the world a, a thousand times a better place. So Noah, thank you very much for everything that you're doing. Keep it up. Keep doing what you're doing. We love what you're doing. And thank you for joining to. us today. We really, really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come talk to us. It's, it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you guys. You're welcome. And with that, folks, we will go ahead and wrap up our show for today. I wanted to thank Noah for spending his time with us. We really appreciate it. And all our listeners will as well. And with that, we'll go ahead and sign us off. You guys go out there and invest with the margin of safety, emphasis on the safety. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you all next week. We hope you enjoyed this content. Seven Steps to Understanding the Stock Market shows you precisely how to break down the numbers in an engaging and readable way with real-life examples. Get access today at stockmarketpdf.com. Until next time, have a prosperous day. The information contained is for general information and educational purposes only. It is not intended for a substitute for legal, commercial, and or financial advice from a licensed professional. Review our full disclaimer at einvestingforbeginners.com.